Hello, welcome to Group 8's second podcast on the book Frankenstein. Um, I'm Emma. I'm June. I'm Brandon. I'm Jonah. And we're going to do a 30-second summary of the chapters 15 to 20 to start off the podcast. So I'll go first. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right, three, two, one, go. So the monster finds, comes across some books, and he has a, an awakening that he needs to start um, going out into the public eye. And people are still being afraid of him, and he gets um, very annoyed with it. So he goes off to find Victor, who, and he asks him to get to make another person for him to live with because he's very lonely. And, Time. Okay. Um, okay, I'll go next. So just tell me when you start. All right. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so right after getting rejected by the De Lacy's family, who the monster thought would accept him, he declares war on all humans and burns down their house once they once he finds out they left. Then he goes trying to find um halfway finds william and then strangles him and plants the locket in justine's pocket then once he finds victor he threatens to kill him if he doesn't make him a mate and then victor forced to marry elizabeth goes to england to create the mate for the monster away from elizabeth that's time okay all right i'll go um three two one so the monster finds some books and learns from them and then he also tries to approach the uh, family from that he's been watching and then because of his appearance he's thrown out so then he gets angry uh destroys the cottage and then he finds uh victor's brother kills him and then plants the evidence on justine and then he and then he approaches victor Wait. Oh, that's 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Jenna. Okay, yeah, Jenna. Yeah. All right, three, two, one, go. So the monster finds some books and then some notes from Victor, and he reads them and teaches himself about the world and realizes that he actually doesn't want to be an outcast. He wants to meet his family, which is actually Halfway. just Victor's family get accepted into society and it's actually working until felix gets back and rejects him just like victor and everyone else has before all right comes up that was good i feel like june got the farthest all right yeah yeah what actually comes of this do i read the question first or something Yeah. yeah okay um first question for the podcast podcast yeah that is the creature is incredibly smart however everything is black and white nothing is gray to it it only understands the extreme of situations and hasn't the hasn't grasped the idea of being in the median why is this dangerous for the creature to think like this how might this mindset separate it from society even more i feel like having that mindset um it really just causes him to build up and then break down it i feel like it makes his outbreaks a little bit more strong and causes him to react in such an exaggerated way that it's just not necessary to do 
yeah, like, he has really violent outbursts, like, when he was rejected by the DeLacy's family, instead of just, like, getting over it, he burnt down their entire house, and then went traveling for the sole purpose of just looking for Victor to get revenge on him. It's pretty extreme. Yeah, he really either just does nothing about it, which isn't good either, or he pretty much does the worst thing that he can think of. Um, like burning down houses, killing people. And he really just doesn't know like what he's doing because he is technically really smart, but he doesn't really have experience with anything, so he doesn't understand the world. Mm-hmm. And it really I, separates I, him from society because no one really reacts the way he does. Yeah, I agree. His, like, overreactions to things and, like, lack of understanding lead to him always being angry and blaming the human race. Being vengeful. Okay, you go. Sorry. No, 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 I'm done. Sorry. Yeah, it just blames him to do act things that are just definitely not generally accepted by society, like... murdering most of Victor's loved ones like his brother and then Kareem and Justine and his overreactions of things like he threatens to kill Victor and haunt him if he doesn't create his mate and once Victor destroys his mate he kills Henry and then eventually kills Elizabeth too and just his overreactions of things and his violent nature without a median just kind of makes him come off as like a psychopath serial killer yeah i also wonder like what experience he needs to go through or what he needs to learn to understand that there's a median to situations what do you guys think he's basically just like a child in an adult's body but nobody like wants to accept him so he's just lashing out like a baby would but with more um like brain power and actual strength to it. Yeah, strangling people. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Okay. Uh, I'll read the second question. So, isolation is a common theme in Frankenstein. The creature is isolated because of its appearance. Victor is isolated because of his knowledge. How is this theme being furthered in this section, and what are some examples of isolation in the novel? one of the biggest things that come from this theme is like talking about who's the real monster in the story is like the thing that's called the monster or just victor because really it is victor he's the one that's done everything wrong the monster doesn't do anything wrong he's treated badly and so he lashes out because he doesn't know any better how does that relate because that's they're both like in isolation for different reasons and it's like yeah 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 i can agree with that the isolation like when the monsters um just generally rejected and forced into isolation when victor purposely puts himself through isolation just um a lot of self-hatred and hatred for others grows within them like Victor begins to hate himself for creating the monster and his past mistakes and even, like, contemplates suicide, Mm -hmm. while the monster just gets more and more hateful towards the human race and Victor when they're in isolation, and they don't have, like, somebody else to snap them out of that. Yeah, and, like, um, in this section, 
the theme of isolation is kind of furthered when Victor goes has to go to the island, the private island by him, or I think he goes with someone, and he to make the other person and um, the monster is like continually being isolated because he has his little hut that he lives in. Yeah, I think Victor pers like. Yeah, Victor went to the island, but he split up with Henry because he didn't want Henry to be there. Yeah. And Henry wanted to go see more of Europe. So he went there by himself. And I think it even says, like, in the book that there were only, like, three other people on the island. So he was completely isolated there. It's also interesting that Victor and the monster really only meet when they're, like, both alone. They never meet when Victor's, like, with anyone. Oh, yeah, that's true. I think that's because the monster doesn't want to be, like, discovered and outcast. But uh, Victor's isolation, he isolates himself because he doesn't want to face, like, the consequences of what he's doing. Like, if he's alone, he doesn't have to, like, face the reality that he's, like, made made a monster. But when he's with his, like, family and friends, he has to think about, like, what that monster can do. Yeah, but also when he was in the island, um, when he was started to create the second monster, he realized the damage that he had done and how he kind of felt guilty about it. And he may not be dealing with like dealing with the problems that other people are kind of forcing, not forcing on, that other people are like telling him or telling him about. But he's also dealing with the mental thought that he did that, that he, I don't know, it's just he's feeling guilty about it too i think he only came to the conclusion that like what he was doing was wrong is when he saw the monster like smiling at him in the window yeah so i think in isolation victor doesn't realize what he's doing and secludes himself to only focus on his works but then when he's away from you know work that's when he really thinks about what he's done and the true consequences of it okay so let's move on to the third oh no, you can go on that. Okay. Are you good if we move on to the third question? Yeah, we can move on to the third okay. question. Okay. So, third question is, how does the rep- representation of science in this section fit with your ex- expectations? Is a lonely and undeveloped island a place where you would expect Victor or another scientist to be able to accomplish a scientific goal? What does Victor's choice of place say about his goal and how he feels about it? Um, going off of what Brandon like just said... I think the island, since he's so isolated and he's not with anybody, just like Brandon was saying, he doesn't have to think about what he's really doing. He just needs to do it. Like, he's not thinking about how guilty and, like, what, like, how big of a mess up this could possibly be until he actually sees the monster and is reminded of his earlier failure doing pretty much the exact same thing. And that's when he really starts to doubt himself. Yeah, I think that's why he secludes himself so much is that he can like focus on working on whatever project that he is working on without any like restraint or backlash from his partner or something Yeah, without thinking about the consequences yeah so he can pretty much just do whatever he wants if he is secluded which is what he's trying to accomplish and it works out for him and he does the um the work not in like a night's laboratory but kind of in a cabin alone you know that shows like he doesn't he doesn't really want to take the time to do this like 
he just wants to get it done as fast as possible. So he found the, the closest place that was isolated enough for him to do it, but not like a like a laboratory where science would like usually typically be done. Yeah. And I feel like I a scientist would just go into a room and have their thoughts and do what they need to do. I feel like it's really fitting for him to go be by himself. Yeah. I think also science continues this theme of like science versus romanticism because while Victor confines himself to the island and within his lab, which is in the cabin by himself working on the science, he's constantly filled with like guilt and regret and dread over what he's doing. Like he's not happy about doing it. While Henry's off going around Europe looking at all the sights and sightseeing and looking at all the nature and he's really happy and enthusiastic about it and it really contrasts with the romanticist views and how Victor or and how um, Shelley wants to show that science can just kind of lead to regret about all the info and some things are just better off not knowing or doing. I like that. That's good, Jim. Um, yeah, that was a really bad explanation. I'm sorry. No, 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 that was, that was no but I understood it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, the, like, I like the contrast between Victor and uh, Henry. You know, because Victor, he doesn't really want to make the second person, so he doesn't take the time to set up, like, a proper place of work, which is, um, you know, very fitting, I guess, because he's, he's just trying to get it done. So that's what the, like, cabin shows. I think Victor, like, knows in his mind that he doesn't have any restraint from anything when he's um, secluded, which is why he purposely makes Henry not come to the island with him. I think if Henry knew, or, like, I think Victor's afraid of what people would think of him if they knew that he was making monsters just with or like any like interaction with other people that victor has he kind of just feels guilty and sad about what he has done so i don't think that he wants to be around people um anymore Here's another question. Was Frankenstein's destruction of the second creature justified? Why or why not? I don't think that it was really justified since he chose to bring it into the world and like give it life. Uh, and he could have just not in the first place. And even if he just didn't like anything until he actually saw it it was still a mistake to bring it into the world in the first place but to just kill it right after is just cruel and wrong and especially if the monsters had each other they wouldn't feel as isolated and alone in the worlds yeah like the book kind of said well i think that victor's thought process was if the monster had someone to be with he wouldn't be doing all these terrible things that's causing Victor's life to be ruined, but in the book it kind of sh- um, said that he was making, like he was questioning it because 
he wasn't sure if these two monsters would actually get along. Like, there's only a 50-50 chance if they would actually be compatible. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think the, um, I think the destruction of the monster was kind of second, or, um, was justified. But I totally understand, like, the monster just wanted, like, a companion. So well, I can understand if he was just some random, like, person who just decided to destroy it from like the outside but as the creator and the person who like chose to try to fix this problem this way um he just really made a mistake and then immediately tried to correct it in the wrong way yeah i don't know i think that his decision to i mean i can understand why he destroyed the second monster but i don't know personally i would have just made the other monster because the the first monster actually shows the capacity to be really kind and like not like a psychopath it's just that its appearance just constantly garnered rejection and like yeah just basically rejection discussed by other people so naturally it having not a great understanding of things since it lacked a parent figure or a creator figure such as victor to teach it right from wrong it just garnered really violent outbursts but i think if victor had stick stuck around or if it had any other outlet of interaction that wasn't rejection or disgust it would have been able to mold into a more understanding better i can't say person because it's a monster but just a better creature yeah better creature so i think if victor made the second monster and actually kind of spent time with it and showed it how to care and like give, gave it a median of a response to things i think it wouldn't have been as bad as the first monster and yeah that's what i was saying earlier about how he was trying to fix his mistake the wrong way because if he just taught this one how to like correctly be in society it could also stop the other one from doing anything wrong and then he would have fixed the whole situation completely yeah, because that was the deal. He just made it, and then the other dude left him alone, and it, Elizabeth and Henry and it, his dad wouldn't have ended up dying because his dad died of grief, I think. I think um, making the second monster is, like, too much of a risk for Victor. I think it's, I think it's risky because there's no way to know what will happen with two monsters. Like, one monster has already caused so much, like, destruction in Victor's life. That's and, true, especially and like. And he knows like how long their like companionship will last. For sure, making it was a mistake, but like he definitely shouldn't have destroyed it. He should have just tried to teach it like compassion and how to live in society. Are you talking about how it was a mistake to make the first one, or just the second one from the beginning? Both of them were a mistake, but the second one was more of a mistake because he already knew the consequences of like failing at raising it and helping it but he did it anyway and then afterwards he immediately regretted it and just destroyed it instead of trying to um actually help it like the deal was supposed to be well i mean the deal was if he didn't make it to begin with the same thing as if he destroyed it would happen like his loved ones would still be killed so i don't think it was necessarily such a mistake in making it or killing it just as the rip the consequences would have been the exact same. And yeah, I don't... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you can keep going, Brandon. I've been talking. Okay, thank you. 
Uh, so I just, I don't think Victor ever had the intention of properly raising the second monster. I think he was gonna, you know, make it and then run away as fast as he can and get away from both the monsters while they're in, like, South America. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. To say. I agree with that because, I don't know, something about it tells me that he wouldn't think to raise the second monster out of the mistakes that the first one did. Yeah, that's true. From looking at it at that point of view, is probably a better thing to just destroy it because you guys were right about, like, maybe they won't get along. And eventually the other monster would probably come looking for its creator. Again. Do you guys have any other questions or anything you want to add? Oh, I just have a like a minor question. Yeah. Um, is he marrying his cousin? I think so. <laughs> the olden times, it was acceptable back then. Right. That was just my only question. Uh, thanks for listening to Group 8's podcast. Yeah.